0: Let me tell you something. Y'all don't messed up now. Hey world. Welcome to another episode of NYDL Negroes You Don't Like. Martin Malcolm. What's good, brother? You know what it is. Hey, baby, this is this episode two, season two, baby. But Martin Malcolm. You know, we're gonna really talk about some, man. Black excellence, there seems to be a, uh, you know, I would say um, uh, somewhat of a misunderstanding as to what that is, for how sure. to live it. You know what I mean? So we really want to talk about that. But before we get into that, brother, let's talk about some of these trending topics or stories. Brother, what you got?
1: <laughs> What's going on, family? Listen, today's mix is uh, trending stories. Man, it's going to get spicy. But listen, we all good. We, <laughs> me, and, me and my man here, we already took our asses. We ready for it. You know what I mean? Listen, the first one, this one was blowing up the Internet. And I'm pretty sure it's going to continue to blow up the internet for the next uh, couple of days. Maybe even, it might even go on for a couple of weeks. It was a post I seen on spiritual word and it was talking about how there was this this woman who got into this dude's car. Well, first of all, she saw that the guy had a nice car. So she got into mm-hmm. his car. She was attracted by that first.
0: Okay, okay. And <laughs>
1: the dude was like, you know, what do I have to do, to, you know, to uh, proceed with this relationship? Like, let's you know, I, I want to get to know you. And the first thing she started talking about is the bag. Like, oh, I, you know, you need to show me the bag. You need to be you know, you need to be willing to take care of me. And then she even goes as far as to lump her children into it, or her child into it. And I'm saying, hold on, hold on. wait a damn minute! You just met this dude. Uh, not and your you name? Talk- Nothing? What's your name? name? Nothing? You don't know say? You talking about a bag? And the dude mentioned, he's like, "Oh, you was attracted to me because I because you saw the kind of car I was driving." So, th- so that's what initially brought you in. It's the sign of wealth. You know, that won't be the first time that's happened with women. I understand mm-hmm. that. But the crazy part of it is, is he even mentioned it. He's like, you're not interested in what kind of person I am. You're not interested in, you know, pretty much my character. You just want to know if I got the bag and if I'm going to give it to you. And he's like, if I'm working for my bag and then you got a job, why are you so concerned with my bag?
0: Mm. And, you know, That's this is a valid like, question, oh. brother.
1: <laughs> you know, and I'm thinking to myself. And then, but you know, truthfully, I don't like the way he was talking to her too. But as my wife explained, well, hell, you know, she came off like a prostitute, so she got talked to like a prostitute. But you know, e- even in my you know perfect world, I, you know, I think that women should only be talked to a certain kind of way. But you know, I understand there are some tra- transgressions that are had that uh, <laughs> lead to uh, <laughs> spicier conversation. But and what I will say, <laughs> but what I will say is this, man. Listen, man. First of all, because the man can talk about oh, so if you want me to show you the bag? You gonna give me some nip? <laughs>
0: <laughs> he that's, saying, that's pretty direct too. <laughs>
1: you know, <he> just <laughs> saying, oh, they're gonna date you gonna bust, you know, pretty much like you gonna bust it wide open. I'm like, damn, you know, that is this really the kind of is this supposed to be a mature conversation between two adults? Obviously not, you know, it sounds very high schoolish. But you know, um a buddy of mine sent this sent this clip to me, and you know, I had a quick conversation with him actually before I hopped on here. And I was telling him, I said, Listen, if you want to be completely honest about not just black women but also black men in our culture let's just keep it 100 there's immaturity on all sides
0: mm-hmm.
1: point blank period because how often do you find a black man under 35 who is talking about marriage let's be honest not happening brother <laughs> not that often you know what i'm saying i was in my mid-20s talking about marriage i was a. I, I was made to feel like a damn unicorn by my own people
0: no doubt we really want to keep it up same you brother. Know what
1: i'm saying so you know, yes, we can talk about the women and, and how crazy they are, and you know, just wanting the bag and not really thinking about character. And then you got the nerve—you kind of just met the man, you kind of want him to be taking care of your child. It's like you didn't have the same requirements for the man who busted wide open on you and all over you mm. and apparently got you pregnant. So mm. that's where a lot of the problem arises too. You want to come up with all these different standards after you don't let you know boo boo the fool knock you up. That usually don't sit well with men, especially men who are who have reached some level of success. And actually, have options now. Yeah. Number two, he'll slot right in. He gonna eat that government cheese, <laughs> his juicy juice for free, son, and all that. He ain't going to have no, He gonna blend right into your dysfunctional, crazy ass life. But, but a man, asking a no questions, huh? Oh, he's
0: asking no listen. questions. The only thing he he's me is, hey,
1: man, when do the food sams re up? <laughs> and
0: that's the only thing he's gonna learn yeah. about. And guess what? <laughs> She's gonna get knocked up by boo number two. Okay.
1: Exactly. Listen, so you know. Honestly, man, we need maturity on all sides. We need the men to start taking their life more serious because like I told them, like the vast majority of us, because we lack the leadership and guidance in our households, most of these dudes, all they're thinking about is body count. All they thinking about is smashing. Yeah, brother. they thinking about smashing it and then on to the next. And it's like, at what age do you slow down and say, Hey, man, you know, I want my life to have a little bit more purpose. I do want a family. I do want a legacy. I do want to, you know, live this kind of way. And the truth of the matter is, man, it's taking us too damn long. It's delayed development. Mm-hmm. And I told them, I'm like, if you wait until after 35 to start thinking about this, you're actually pretty late in the game when you compare that to other cultures. Because mm-hmm. they're thinking about that in their mid-20s to late-20s. So by the time most other cultures are in their mid-30s, they're on their first or second house and, yeah, and They've they already you know, started right. building
0: together yeah they already
1: started thank you they already started building and you are thinking about popping the question like you know, yeah. we we right now we ride the short bus when it comes to relationships the black community is on that short bus that we like that, you know back in the day they made fun of
0: when it comes to relationships we boy we are in the back of the class okay and that's and crazy yeah. brother how like the, the the body count like you said man is at is actually a bigger priority over that's establishing true. a you know a family you know what I mean, and, and brother, if you really think about that, man, the headache, the the, the anger, and the anguish—I mean, just the drama that comes with living that life, man. Just thinking about that, brother, because you know we're a little bit older. You know, we're in our mid—you know, mid-thirties, whatever the case may be, um, late thirties. Um, you know, but, but but the reality so, is, brother, somewhere that in there. Somewhere in there, yeah, exactly. Not gonna get you know specific, but we somewhere you know in there, you know. But truth of the matter is, brother, that we we were thinking that we had this mindset in our mid to early twenties, hello and. And and the fact is, brother, imagine someone who is now thinking like the way that we are 15 years later.
1: You know how much you missed out on. You know how much building you missed out on with an individual,
0: like you know what I'm saying. Your life could have been in a total different trajectory. Right. Like, like come on. And not to mention, that's why it becomes harder to build because now you're bringing the baggage of having baby mamas and children with these baby mamas. And now, when you finally get it together, now you're meeting someone that you'd like to create, you know, or build with. But you got three kids in, and three and you three baby mamas in. Come on. You're not gonna find somebody that's really gonna take you seriously to build with you, brother. It's just not going to happen. Anybody in their right mind not going to sign up for that. Listen, if, you know, even a
1: broken clock is right twice a day. No doubt. I'll tell you this. You will, you may find somebody, but it's very rare. And two, the level of complexity that is now added to your life isn't really worth it. Like, I, mm-hmm. you know, I talk to my wife all the time. I'm like, you know, I intentionally did not want to be single into my mid-30s. I did not because I already knew the kind of nonsense that was coming down the pipeline because a lot of women, a lot of women around my age, you know, 35, you in a pressure cooker. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? You want kids and you want, you want everything to happen fast. I ain't cool with that. Yeah. And then two, you know, as you get older, you kind of have to start saying, okay, I'm going to have to acquiesce. I'm going to have to take on, you know, if I'm being realistic with all that time passing, it's likely that a woman did get pregnant or a woman was divorced or a woman did have children by another man. Do I really want to be? raising another man's kid, especially if they don't co-parent effectively. Like, it's just too many factors to consider. Hell oh, no. I'm a, ver- I'm a very simple person, though. I don't want that level of complexity. So I'm just like, hey, I got my wife, Same I got girl. all my kids under one roof to me. Hey, people, I'll, I'll be lame. I'll be corny. I'll be all of that. But you know what I am? In peace. How about that? Don't forget that part.
0: No doubt. In peace. Sleep at night, brother. No doubt. Well, <laughs>
1: shit. Shit. Like, we could talk all day about that. We got to get to this next story. Um bro PNB Rock you know what I'm saying God bless the dead B Rock's girlfriend supposedly is not getting well, you know we we're, we're, we already think she a little sus now let's be honest <laughs> you know what I'm saying you know she's America's most wanted but not all America's most wanted if you get what I'm saying um, B Rock's girlfriend is not getting any of his estate mm-hmm. because he didn't have a will he didn't have a trust and mm. most importantly she ain't his mother effing wife how about that how about that mm. This young man who is more than likely generated millions of dollars, you was with this man. I don't know how long you was with him while he was building, but you was with him. And I'm pretty sure you you you, you experienced some of the rise. And now you cannot enjoy any of his wealth accumulation during this time because you forgot no, no. to do what many women of other cultures know to do. Secure your man. And what is secure? Secure the yeah,
0: <laughs> That's how that's securing,
1: securing the bag. Bags. Yeah. That's securing the bag. Y'all think securing the bag is throwing your ass around and getting spread out like helmets mayonnaise on this on a sandwich. No, nope. that's not. That's not y'all securing the bag. Hold up,
0: getting spread out like
1: what? <laughs> spread out like helmets mayonnaise. Shit. I just made a sandwich today. It was delicious. Just like some of these niggas eat you up. Delicious. <laughs> God forgive me. You know what I'm saying? I want you trying time to go there. But man, you know how silly it is and how foolish it sounds to hear this woman talking, say, Oh, I didn't get any of the money. Because guess what? In the real world, adults, okay, when you pass away, and you do not have you're not married, there's this thing called probate. Mm-hmm. Okay? Your estate is not assigned to anybody, and it goes directly to probate. So now the state is gonna come in and make money off your ass and your estate. You know what I'm saying? And then they're it. going to determine. Who gets what? While yes they continually sir. get a cut off of yep. the money that yo black ass work for,
0: and more than here is this brother. A lot of times they get the biggest cut.
1: Hello, it's crazy. So it, it's it's really unfortunate, and we've even seen some of our legends uh, who passed away. I think Aretha Franklin was one. Prince supposedly was another one. Didn't have a will or a trust. I am like all oh, those millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, you could write a will on a napkin, and true, it, could be, it could hold up in court. Yeah. It may take some time, but it'll hold up in court. You telling me all this money being made, you cannot figure out how to decide who gets what. You're going to let them folks who didn't help you do shit
0: control your money after you. Well, listen, (laughs) you know, but but brother, I I truly understand it, though. You know why, brother? Because I would say that mentally we do not think about life after death. We think about living in the moment. You know what I mean? And that that mindset is crippling to generational wealth. Crippling. Oh, for sure. 100 percent. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, I don't know what it is, man. It's just like, we're afraid to, to plan for our death. And, and as we transition to keep our legacy alive, man, it's like, it's like I don't know, like, whether we think that thinking about it makes it more of a, a possibility of happening. <laughs> I don't know oh, what man. it is, brother, but- Listen, That's crazy.
1: Brother, first of all, if we look at any measurable or meaningful statistics, we have a shorter life expectancy than most most other Mm -hmm. cultures and races of people in America. Okay, so for us who are more likely to pass away, whether it be from health reasons, uh, systemic racism, um, many, you know, many choices, bad choices, of course. Um, You would think that the people who are most likely to die the quickest would be the ones who would probably pay a little bit more attention to life after death. But apparently not. But once again, what does this go back to? This goes back to family planning. A lot of Mm -hmm. us who are passing away don't have no damn family. And when I say family, I mean like a family of our own. We don't have an organized family. And because our family's not organized, we just live in moment to moment. Okay, you might have one baby mama here, you don't give a damn about her. You got one baby mama, you don't give a damn about her. Something happened to your ass, you like, oh, well, guess guess that's it. That's that's a very selfish and immature way to live. And a lot of us really, from Arrested Development, I'm personally not trying to take shots at anybody, but I'm just telling you how the real world views it. It's immature. It's immature. They're looking at us like, yo, y'all are grown. Your, your age says you're grown, but your mindset says you're still a child. When, when you're ready to come to the real world where the adults work and play, let us know. Hmm. That's really what's going on. Y'all, <laughs> y'all don't want to hear it. I, hey, take shots at me. It's cool. But that's the way the real world looks at us and now for our third story now this one is <laughs> this one boy I had to meditate on it
0: because boy it's it a lot, angle, lot
1: of different angles on this one boy listen after I ate that sandwich I meditated some more um,
0: <laughs> hold on Santa's with, Santa's with the mayonnaise bread
1: spread <laughs> the out. listen man the loving hip hop star I don't know who none of these people are man I'm too busy raising kids the loving hip hop star <laughs> Akbar V says God showed her her husband who is currently in a relationship. And then this was the kicker, y'all. Now this, boy, this one, she right, but she wrong at the same time. But boy, the right part of it, ooh, it, it, it hit a little different. And it's going to burn a little bit in y'all chest. Y'all better get ready for this. She said, her pastor said, God respects marriages, not boyfriends or girlfriends. Mm. Ooh, let that <clears> sizzle <throat> in your chest. Let that sizzle in your chest. Now, I already know what y'all thinking. Oh, she's just trying to get after another woman's man, this and that. Okay. Yeah, she's wrong for that. And if the man really cared about her, he would leave that woman and try to build something with her. But guess what? The truth of the matter is how you get a man is used to how you lose a man. If a man sees you as a side chick, the chances of him leaving his woman to be with a side chick is pretty low. I'm going to be honest with you.
0: If he has any sense.
1: <laughs> it usually doesn't happen like that. And why is that? It's because... If if he did that with you, what makes you think that you wouldn't do that with somebody else on his ass? I mean, it's just a, it's just a, it's just car, it's just karmic law. You understand? You can't be a fool enough to think if you could do this to somebody, somebody can't do it to you. And two, what she said, listen, that pastor, boy God respects marriages, not boyfriends and girlfriends. I had, but when she said that, I don't know why it hit me so hard because I thought about. it. I said, you know what? Maybe somebody I had a girlfriend, I didn't have to get in front of no pastor, you know, in front of the Lord and make no vows. There, there is something to that, you know. What I'm like I said, she's not doing the right thing, but just because somebody's not doing the right thing, it doesn't mean that they didn't say anything that doesn't resonate and doesn't make a lot of sense. Well, I hear you, brother. You understand what I'm saying? So, hey, and it also goes hey, you know, along what
0: you know what we've been preaching too, brother. You know, like remember, you know, last season we, we spoke about how, you know, um if you're in a relationship, technically it doesn't count unless you're actually married so it goes, oh. it goes right along with everything that we've been talking about brother yeah, and, and all these points all these points that we've spoken about to open up our, our, our episode are in alignment with that statement yeah pmp yeah, situation even try to do that. you know try what to i'm saying they're all connected <laughs> yeah. brother and that's 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 the root of it it's marriage versus yeah. boyfriend and girlfriend
1: well, i'm trying to listen i don't i don't know how many different ways we got to break this down y'all and I'm not telling you just to run on out and go to Target and snatch up the first woman you see and propose to it. That's not what the hell I'm no saying. At <laughs> Don't do that because you ass might end up on child support, okay? okay uh, or that. you might end up with burning piss. I'm not telling you to do that. <laughs> but what I am telling you to do is start taking your own self more seriously. Start, start, start projecting on your life what you want it to look like. Before I got married, I envisioned the kind of marriage I wanted. You get what Same, I'm saying? Really? It's, it's not something just, it, it's not like I woke up one day and was like, you know what, I'm bored. I, I want to get married. That's not how that worked. A lot of this stuff was forecasted already in your mind. Mm-hmm. So you know, if 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 you want a different outcome, like we like to say, if you want a different outcome, you're gonna have to think differently, and then after, think dif- after thinking differently, you're gonna have to do differently. Because a lot of us have the information, but we're not acting on the information. Knowledge is applied. Knowledge is power. Knowledge alone is not power. Trust me. There's a whole lot of smart, uh, uh, broke, broken, blessed people out here. You can have some good conversations with some people. You like, damn, you so smart. So why are you so effed up? Why? Because they have all this knowledge and they don't want to apply. And you know, unfortunately, we like have too see. many people who are just soaked, soaked up all this knowledge can give you all the best advice but won't take their own damn advice no, I don't sure. get it <laughs> I don't get it bro <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not gonna tell you marriage is powerful and you can build and, and then I'm sitting up here single wow come, come on man and a lot of y'all online listening to a lot of people talking a lot of shit about married life and these people they, ain't, they not even married to a damn deodorant they ain't even married to a damn detergent they are not loyal to nothing and you listening to them for marriage advice and they can't show you no relationship that lasted more than six months. Come on, man. y'all got to be smarter than that. Let's, come on. Let's be real now. All right. Let's move talk. To the, let's talk. Yeah, let's talk. Let's move on to the headliner for this, for the, for this uh, podcast show. Black excellence. I've heard this term spoken um, quite a bit over the past decade. You know, black excellence. It feels good when I hear it. But, you know, as I thought about it more, as I reflected on it more and I started thinking about, you know, what black excellence means to me. And then I started saying, wait a minute, we're missing an aspect of it that is keeping us or kind of hindering us from growing as much as we should as individuals. Black excellence is not only how well we achieve academically, how well we achieve in our various careers, how well we achieve in entrepreneurship. Black excellence is also how well we managing our family. Mm -hmm. How well are we doing for our kids? How well are we doing for our spouses? How well are we doing at taking all this, quote unquote, black excellence and passing it down to the next generation? I think I, I think as black people. What I happens don't. is we are so thirsty to hear good things about each other that we'll just take anything. You know what I'm saying? So we'll take anything and, and, and we won't really reflect on it anymore because at the end of the day, you don't you don't you just don't want to keep hearing that. Oh, you suck. You suck. You know, <laughs> you're looking at statistics, you're low, you're this, you're that. You know, I do understand that there's a burden and weight that uh, we don't want to carry in that regard. You understand, especially because we weren't 100 percent of the reason why we were in the position that we're in, you know. But at the same time, well, but um, I remember I heard somebody say control the controllables, control the controllables. You know what I'm saying? White slavery made my ancestors a slave. But in 2023, my mindset and my physical freedom is Mm mine. So now that you have it, what are you going to do with it? Right. I, th- I think that's really what we need to focus on. We need to really focus on what do we do with the freedom that we do have. And unfortunately, a lot of us are not making the best choices. Some of us are. But even for the ones who are making good choices, you know what? You know what I hate to see, sir? What's I hate to see that when a black person does something amazing or does something excellent. And then let's say they're being given an award or something. And you know mm-hmm. how people bring up their family or they point to their family in the crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah the only person that we point to is our grandma and our grand and our mothers. Like that really, you know, as a family, man, understanding how important family and legacy is. That is a clear indication that we dropped the ball. Black excellence is not just doing it where you benefit from it. And then indirectly we may benefit from it, right. As inspiration, but like, there's nobody like tangible, like there's no family tangibly close to you that is benefiting from what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Right. This is why somebody like Dr. Umar Johnson, there's some things I love about the brother. And there's some things I contest about the brother. But one of the things I can test the most is you can't keep telling all these black men to go out and get these black queens and you ain't got one. Stop, bro. You know bro. You, what you're doing when you do that? It's, it's almost like you're adding fuel to the fire. And it, to me, it almost it, 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 it's almost like you're diminishing in an odd way. You're diminishing the value of black women even more. If you keep saying queen, 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 goddess of the earth, all this shit. And you couldn't find one as much as you travel, bro. As many sky miles as you got, go? as many Marriott points as many your black ass got. Mm-hmm.
0: How many black things did you think bro. he's seen, brother? Bro,
1: You've seen way more beautiful black women than me, I'm sure. And it's like that, like, like like you world, you world renowned. And you can't right. find one, brother. You can't find one.
0: Come oh, on to brother. his point. What he's saying is he doesn't want just one, bro. <laughs> you you, could, don't? you could, bro.
1: You know, bro. You know how many men out here with baby daddies? Two and three of them know about each other, and and and, and they sometimes they find out
0: find out to make it work. By so- the way, brother, I don't see how, how black excellence could be transferred from a legacy standpoint, how that passes mm-hmm. along with the family. It has to be an extension. Right. So to your point, brother, like to, to me initially at first, like we spoke about how we are so like quick to make mistakes that are life altering. You know what I mean? Like, like mm-hmm. for example, when I was in my early 20s to my mid 20s, brother, I was very conscious about um, the type of women that I took seriously mm-hmm. versus the women that I did not. You know, brother, because I mm-hmm. always knew, even in my early 20s, that I wanted a family, I wanted a legacy, I wanted a wife, children. So therefore, with having that at the forefront of my mind, a lot of mistakes that my peers were making, I was not because I had vision. I had an understanding as to what I wanted to build. So, brother, even way, well before I met my wife, I had an expectation as to this, you know, happening one day. So therefore, all my decisions, the way that I moved, not saying that I made I'm perfect and I made all the best choices. but right, right, right. I ended up being married, brother, with no baggage from previous relationships. And that Hello. is very key. That is so well, key, brother.
1: Well, it's hard enough to get a, a, a young relationship to mature and grow the way it should. Because, you know, there's going to be there's going to be ebbs and flows in a relationship peaks and valleys. So there's going to be hurdles. And also, unfortunately, in our community is when you do take that step to get married. Unfortunately, we usually don't get a lot of support or enough support from the elders. Mm-hmm. We usually don't. So a lot of us, a lot of us are driving in the dark. You know what I'm saying. So when you see you see Uh, a young black couple, when you see a young black couple married, man, especially over a decade, you need to tip your hat to them, man. Because chances are they had to do it on their own. They had to, whether they went out therapy, whatever. But they had to sort this thing. It's it's not because how it's supposed to work. Because, you know, I keep talking about elders, but I really have to start breaking stuff down and telling you how it's supposed to work in a young relationship. The elders are supposed to be there to let you know about some of the hurdles that may happen in your relationship to kind of of let you know how to navigate through those things. And sometimes they may even become a mediator in certain situations. But because the family ties are so weak and so many people have so many failed relationships, like sometimes you'll find that these older people are jealous of the relationship that you got. (laughs) You, you scratching your head like, wait a minute. You're supposed to be helping me. <laughs> Cause honestly, because honestly, bro,
0: <laughs> sir, it gets to the point where it's like, Oh, man. I'm, I mean, uh, to I'm, laugh, I'm, brother. I, I do mean to laugh. You know, I'm sorry. I, I mean to laugh, listen,
1: brother. Hey, bro, I'm about to say something and I know <laughs> listen because I know who's listening to this, man. I know some of the people listening to this personally and I'm going to tell you this. I'm not supposed to be an OG right now. I'm going to be honest with y'all. In the black community, our OGs are not supposed to be in their 30s. That's crazy. I want y'all to really let that resonate. But because our family ties are so weak and the structures are so off balance, the young people are OGs before their time. Sometimes it works out because you have somebody who's a little bit more mature and has a little bit more vision and perspective. And many times it does not work because they just don't have enough maturity experience and life experience to really give beneficial advice. Because you don't have enough of the older people who are gaining enough wisdom or even have the wherewithal to even share it with the younger people. So hey man it it really is a journey that um Listen, that's why we're here, man. That's one of the reasons we're here. We're nice. here to be a voice to those who are who also are trying to take that journey. And they're like, yes, man, so. I feel kind of lost. Like, I thought I would get all this support. You know, people showed up at my wedding and everybody saying congratulations. A lot of that shit is hollow, bro. They don't mean that shit. <laughs> a, lot <of> them are, <laughs> a lot of them are lonely, miserable, swiping left yeah, on Tinder. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So going, to yeah. the, going to the clinics every other week to get tested, you know, sitting at oh. home lonely as hell. Yeah, you busting up, but does anybody really give a damn about you? Trust me, I know what be going down. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you think people don't know that? People know what's going down, and during the pandemic, that's when people really got a taste of what uh, people really got a taste of what it's like. When don't nobody give a damn about your ass, when everybody's worrying about themselves. You know what I'm saying? Because you know it was a whole lot of it was a whole lot of loneliness and a whole lot of um reflecting on damn, my life should be worth more. Hey, all I'm saying is lock in with us. We here to help.
0: We not here to hurt. Shit, I'm trying to do both. <laughs> Hey, hey, brother, you, you got to hurt sometimes, man. That's the only thing that's going to wake you up to get you moving. Listen, you gotta right, hurt, brother.
1: This up. Let, let, let me rephrase it a little bit. We want y'all to grow through the pain the same way when you mm, lift weights. Yeah, you got yeah, to feel yeah. that burn, that lactic acid build up in your muscles. No doubt. You got to get stronger through that pain. And so that's what it is. Sometimes hearing this truth feels like pain to you. But let that pain sit in your chest, man. Yeah. Reflect on it and say, man, are these brothers really seeing something that's worth a damn? Just think about it for a second. Think about your environment. Think about the people around you. Think about how they're living. And think about the life that you want to live. And let us know if what we're saying makes sense. Please do. Because I'm telling you, I'm not saying what we're saying works 100% of the time for everybody, but I'll be damned if it ain't clipping 96%. Hmm. <laughs> I, I know we're in the 90s. You know, that's Brother. a pretty good percentage. In, my, in,
0: in any university, that's an a average, buddy. Brother, all we're taking is a blueprint from other cultures. But, That's all we're doing, brother. We're taking the same blueprint. It's not on, different, bro. brother. <laughs> bro, you know
1: what I'm saying? Like, what we're talking about. <laughs> I don't want to say it like this, but I have to say it. What we're talking about is like foundational things. We're not even talking about advanced things. Yeah. We're talking about foundational things. Foundational things are like, like when a child is learning their, their ABCs, they're learning phonetics, how to sound words out. They're learning sight words. They're learning how to string sentences together. We're giving you the ABCs of relationships. Fact. And I do. And we understand that, you know, sometimes even in hearing the foundational uh, messages about relationships, it may sound complex to you. Like, what? Is that really what people do? Because depending on the level of dysfunction that's in your family and around you, this may sound like Mandarin to you. <laughs> you may be listening to and saying, What the, what the hell do you dudes talking about? You got two black men on here talking about being married? What? Taking care of your kids? What? Living under the same roof with everybody? What? Building generational wealth through the family? What? I, I understand. It may sound like trigonometry, Mandarin, <laughs> Chinese, whatever you want to call it but I'm here to tell you that's the way the world works. Okay? So, hey, we here for y'all. We going to keep we going to keep doing what we do and hopefully it's benefiting you and those you love. And uh the last words you heard. I really want maturity. I want that word maturity to be a word that resonates with us all year long. We need to mm. understand the process of maturation and maturity. At certain ages in our life, we're supposed to have reached certain milestones or accomplish certain things, okay? The same the same way you wouldn't expect your child to finally learn how to walk at 10 years old, okay? We're saying as an adult, like certain challenges, thoughts are supposed to leave your mind. Yeah. They're supposed to start phasing out, all right? She and gone, I understand. Yeah, yeah. You know, go ahead, sir. You know I'm what I'm saying? saying that. As, as, as you grow, brother. Yeah, you're right, brother. You're right. You know what I'm saying? Be- because I don't want to get it twisted. Y'all probably thinking we suck us Like, we ain't never getting no ass growing up. Listen. What? Listen. All I'm going to say is, you going to be... Hey, hey, out. hey, Mona Malcolm. You no better believe... That's, you got some <laughs> brothers out there saying that, brother. You better believe that,
0: hey, brother. Y'all better, hey, listen. You better believe
1: that, brother. Listen. Oh, they, they probably said these dudes ain't got no game. They just took the first one and said, "Well, listen, I'm gonna need y'all. What? Don't I'm get it right. twisted, baby. I'm trying to listen. You might be indirectly kissing me by kissing your girl. Don't tell
0: stop, stop, stop. Don't tell
1: nobody. <laughs> No, no, but you know what I'm saying. Hopefully, that's (laughs) Uh, not the case. But I'm just gonna tell you: don't play us for no suckers, man. It it wasn't like that. We made a conscious choice to be family, man, because we understood that that was the most optimal way to live and to to have a legacy and to have peace in our lives. No doubt. Nothing makes me feel better. And then waking up, all my kids in the same house. I got my brother. wife next to me beautiful. and they can come and give me a hug. I don't have to go beautiful. to baby mama. One, two, three, four, five. Go ahead. You, I can count all the way up to Nick Cannon numbers. Y'all know what it is. Sheesh. 13, 13,
0: <laughs> 13 kids, six what baby, seven baby mamas. Crazy, bro. Can't do it No, but no brother, it's the same thing what? with me, man. Like waking up and, and, and hearing your children calling your name and, and come on, brother man. telling you good night, good morning. I love you, brother. Come ain't on, nothing. man. Listen, I can't, I can't get the same feeling on FaceTime than I can with a yeah, child I'm, actually I'm, being there no. with me. No, sir. You just can't, brother. And, and to, no. to, to add on to the piece as to what you what you spoke about earlier as far as maturity, I want to even break it down and make it you know much more simpler to our listeners out there. When I look at when, when I break down or when I think of maturity, the way I define it is not letting your emotions determine the way you act what the decisions that you actually make. You True know, D. when you're mature enough, you actually process, not only think, but you process before you act. And I think that in our community, the, mature, the immaturity is the fact that we tend to act while not processing what's happening. We tend mm-hmm. to quickly respond to situations without truly thinking about what the potential consequences could be. So like Modern Malcolm said in 2023, moving forward, we want you to take the time to think, to process what's actually happening before you make a decision or before you act, because that okay. is a huge step in becoming more mature as you age. And that's a huge step in helping you build the pieces or connect the pieces to actually build a family and build that legacy. One hundred
1: percent. You know what I'm saying? Hey, tell is I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a quick little run through about milestones. Right by eighteen, of course, you want to try to get your high school diploma. This this is a very high level overview. By your mid twenties, you want you want to have at least captured your bachelor's, or maybe you're entering a graduate program. And if you haven't gotten that, maybe you have gotten a work certification mm-hmm. or certs to actually start working. Whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're an entrepreneur or you're somebody who is um, working in a bl- blue collar fields by your mid twenties. You should be. You know the person that the, the the kind of woman that you're looking at as you start entering your mid twenties, that should be more serious kind of woman. It should be women mm-hmm. who you should feel proud to bring back to your home and say, "Oh, this is my woman." If it's a woman that you can only see at nighttime, because you 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 are afraid of what's gonna happen when the daylight come, ass gonna turn into a vampire, or, <laughs> or flesh gonna start burning some shit. Nah, bro, you need to leave that shit to the teenagers and the and the dudes twenty five and younger. Straight up, okay. It, it, you should you should start dealing with more mature, more serious women. But in dealing with those kind of women, that means you need to be. More or serious too mm-hmm. all right by the time you hit 30 you should have at least been engaged or married by then. I'll be honest with you you know what i'm saying so i'll, I'll do i'll do late 20s they're even approaching um the early 30s by the time you're in your mid 30s and this is on the later end you should have purchased your first property with your wife with your now wife mm-hmm. your first property or more i'm being honest with you i know some of y'all gonna be listening to that scene damn bro what you trying to say i'm telling you what it is if you look at what's going on in other cultures, and I know some of y'all will say, why are you comparing us to other cultures and all that? That's just the world we live in. If you wanna pretend like black people are the only people in the world, that's fine. If you that. And if you only want to compare yourself to other black people, cool. Be my guest. But if you're looking at the numbers, uh you really don't have to do much. And unfortunately, that's what I'm saying in 2023, but hopefully in the next hundred years, I don't that's not what it's gonna be. But as of right now, it is important to study the other cultures around you. You don't necessarily have to see the mass competition, but see the trends, see the trends of what successful cultures are doing. You don't need to get intimidated or offended by it. Learn from it. We need to stop being offended by every damn thing. Learn from other people. I, yo, I like to learn so much, I even learn from people who hate me. You could be a racist person, but if you're doing some shit that's beneficial to you and your family, I'm gonna sit back and listen to your ass. Okay, okay. you could be calling me nigga nigga, all that bruh. If you're doing something that's gonna that that is gonna make my life more efficient and benefit me, I will take the time to listen. So get out your feelings and try to absorb things that are beneficial for us as black people and for you and your family.
0: Anything to add to that, sir? No, brother, I'm, I'm 100% in alignment with that, brother. You know, and, doubt. and brother, you know, be beyond that point as well, Going into your 40s and so on and so forth, you know, by then you should at least not only have multiple homes, but at least have a plan as to how you plan, or if that is your plan to retire or whatever the case may be, to have the investments in place so you can live, you know, um, a prosperous life with you and your family. And that by family, I mean not only your wife, but as well as with with your kids, brother. Like all that is connected, man. And keep in mind, get this, brother, that whole process is 20 plus years in the making. Hello. You get what Hello. I'm saying?
1: That's 20 bro, plus years in a making, right? bro. Bro, my wife told me I, I wasn't even thinking about it. Yo, I've known her 15 I we've been together 15 years, bro. Yeah. 15. Okay, I'm not that old. 14 years. Yeah. But you see i what, what I'm saying? Like that just goes to show you. Like when you when you build it with somebody, time flies. So if think about it, if you wait until you 35, 40, in Come 15 on. years. Come on. Your ass is your ass is 55. I'll Come on, i be on 60. Yeah. So that means your milestones got pushed back a lot. Uh, so, so so, so, what's going to end up happening is you're going to have to double and triple your efforts to reach where somebody reached 15 years ago.
0: Yeah. You
1: see That's what I'm saying? I'm not saying it's not it's not possible. But what I am saying is you're making it a lot more difficult on yourself. No doubt. And with
0: that being said, we are greater when we appreciate that we need each other. Hey, world, it was great catching up with y'all. Listen, man, the maturity. 2023 moving forward, we got to get on that train, baby, you know, because we got a lot of catching up to do. But at the same time, brother, and at the same time, to all those that are listening, we're behind the race. But guess what? We fast, baby. We're going to catch up. We out. Peace. Jesse Owens. Peace. (laughs)